Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the three things that people who consistently land job offers do in their job search. Now, the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because there's a bit of a myth out there, which states that people who have the best experience typically win the most jobs. And that's simply not true. The people who are out there landing tons of great offers typically don't have the most experience of all of the candidates who applied for the role. Instead, they tend to do three very specific things that set them completely apart from everybody else regardless of the amount of experience that those other people have and allow them to position themselves as the most valuable candidate for the job. So in this episode, we're gonna walk through and break down those three things. Let's dive in. The first thing that these people have is a deep understanding of their target company's goals, challenges, and vision for the next six to 12 months. One big mistake that most job seekers make, especially job seekers who have a lot of experience, is assuming that the person sitting across the table from them will be able to look at their experience and connect the dots between their experience and what their team is looking to do in terms of achieving goals, overcoming challenges, and completing a vision. And that's really, really hard to do because we as candidates also tend to leave a lot out when we're selling ourselves We've been through our experience. We've done it ourselves. These people haven't. So there's a lot of context that they don't have. And finally, when we don't connect the dots for this person, we're forcing them to do extra work in connecting those dots. And whenever we assume that other people are going to do more work on our behalf, that tends to be a losing bet. So don't do those things. Instead, take a little bit of extra time to do research on this company. Go comb through all of the pages on their website, not just their about page, not just their mission statement. Go read their blog. If they're a public company, go look up their earnings calls and actually listen to their earnings calls. Then get off the website and go do more research. Go read news articles about the company. Go look at the company's social channels and comb through the last month or two to see what's going on there. Find the company's leadership team and go look up interviews with all those people and get out there and look at what their customers are saying. Find reviews of their products. In fact, go try to use the actual product yourself. All of these things are going to key you into where the company is at, where they're looking to go, and the specific areas of opportunity that might help them get there. And that is a great segue into the second thing that people who land tons of great offers do which is creating narratives and examples that align their experience directly to the values, challenges, and vision that you found in the research from step number one. So once we've done that research, once we understand all of those things that the company is looking for, we need to tie our value directly to that. We need to have a clear illustration, a proactive illustration where we say, hey, I've done my research on your company and your team. I know what you're struggling with. I know what your goals are. I know what your vision is. And I have a plan and the experience to help you get there. So the way that you do that is by essentially customizing every aspect of your job search for this specific company and their goals and challenges. So that means writing your resume in a specific way that highlights the stories and narratives that align with the company's goals and challenges. That means calling out these goals and challenges in the research you did in your cover letter if you're writing one or in your value validation project if you're putting one together. That also means having a plan to call these things out early on in a conversation you have for an informational interview or a formal interview. 
Then that means coming up with specific examples that tie directly into the goals and the challenges that this company has. So when you show up for an informational interview, you don't just say, hey, I did my research and I know this is a challenge for you. You can say, hey, I've done my research. I know this is a challenge for you. I've actually helped my current company or a prior company overcome that challenge. Here's exactly what we've done. Have you tried any of these things? I'd love to go deeper. I'd love to walk you through it. I'd love to help you. These are the types of things that stand out because again, Every other job seeker or 99% of other job seekers are out here saying, hey, here's this thing I've done in the past. And then they're like, is it helpful for you? And the other person has to think about whether or not it's helpful for them, fill in the blanks for a lot of the context they don't have. And it's not creating the opportunity for them to go deeper, even if they might have wanted to. So instead, what we're doing is proactively saying, I know this is a goal of yours. I know this is a challenge of yours. Here's where I've done it in the past. And Let me help you. Let's dive into these things. Have you tried X, Y, or Z thing? And if you have, why didn't it work? And if you haven't, let's try it. Let's come up with a plan together. That is the type of person that any company is looking for because they are basically on their way to being ramped up and they are so clearly invested in this company and this role because they've done this research. That is what's gonna help you stand out from all of the rest of the folks who are applying for this job. And then finally, the third thing that people who land tons of great offers do is find channels to illustrate their value on their own terms. So what I mean by this is the traditional process does not give us a lot of opportunity to be creative or to illustrate value on our own terms. For example, when you write a resume, you have to focus on the past. You can only focus on things that you've done or have experienced in your past. And then you're only allowed to convey them in this weird resume language that we only use on a resume and nowhere else. And not only that, each project, each piece of experience is pretty much relegated to a single bullet, maybe two bullets. And that's a really, really small amount of space for you to try to explain something or pitch something that took a long time and got really good results, especially when you're using a language that you're really not comfortable with that you haven't used anywhere else. So what do we do? Do we settle for that and say, well, I guess I just have to use this really bad method of illustrating my value? Or do we say, okay, I understand that this is important for the job search, but I don't feel like my true value is being illustrated here. So let me find another way to illustrate it. Maybe you feel like you could illustrate it better in person. So you start getting out there and networking and booking in-person chats with people where you can sit down and actually explain this in your own words. Or maybe you put together case studies and host them on a personal blog, or you put together value validation projects where you're allowed to showcase your ideas and what you bring to the table on your own terms. This is what the best job seekers do. They don't accept the system for what it is if they don't feel like it's giving them the right opportunity to illustrate their value in the way that they want. So what they do instead is they think about their strengths, the ways they want to illustrate their value, and then they go find the channels or they create the channels that they need to illustrate their value on their own terms. And the beautiful part about that is typically the channels and mediums that allow people to illustrate value on their own terms are also the channels and mediums that are easiest for the people on the other side of the table to understand, people on the hiring team, recruiters, hiring managers, et cetera, because people are so much more used to being pitched something or told something or explained something in person than they are reading it on a resume. And people are so much more used to getting a slide deck with ideas and a pitch and a plan than they are getting it in the form of a resume. So actually, these other channels not only allow you to illustrate your value on your own terms, they also allow you to illustrate them in ways that are much easier for the other folks to understand who are actually making the hiring decision. And that is just gonna increase your outcomes. 
So that's basically the three things that I've seen people do who are going out there and consistently landing great offers. And you'll notice that none of them really have anything to do with the amount of experience they have or the college they went to or the degree they got. Because at the end of the day, those things are just gauges for qualifications that companies like to use because they're familiar, but they're not really the best way to understand who brings the most value to the table. I've said it before and I'll say it again, Companies want to hire the person who they believe will generate the most value and return on investment in this role. And the way that you illustrate that is by showing the company you know them, by showing the company you've invested in doing research on their problems, on their goals, on their challenges, on their visions, and then having a specific plan to help them overcome those things, to achieve those goals, overcome those challenges, and complete that vision. And then finally, having experience that backs up those statements. So when you say, hey, I can help you overcome this challenge, I've helped this previous company do it as well. Or maybe I haven't helped a specific company do it, but here's a case study of how I would go about it. Or here's a freelance project that I did, or here's some volunteer work that I did. I'm not saying that you have to have formal experience in the four walls of a cubicle, in this job, in this industry, in order to do this. There's so many ways you can get out there and create your own experience. But the important thing is that you use that experience that you create to support these statements, these ideas, these plans that you have to help the company get to where they wanna go. If you do that, I promise you, you are going to consistently beat out the competition and win more job offers. That's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast.